Hello there. Welcome to the Ask CHR podcast. I'm Dr. Derek Quinn with the Center for Healthy Relationships. Joining me this week are our graduate fellows, Ana Rodriguez and Zach Linder. This week's question is, what do you do when you meet someone you want to be friends with? The question is, how do you start a friendship with somebody new? Let's see what some of your fellow GBU students say about this. Talking to them more, especially like once you talk to them and you figure out like, you have the same humor, or like you, you like the same things. You do the things th- things the same way. Then, like I feel like that comes naturally. At GBU, my go-to is be like, "Hey, you want to grab coffee sometime?" And you know what? They can say no, but also people don't generally say no to that because like one coffee is not very committal. The biggest thing at least in my experience, has been actually experiencing the same thing with somebody. Those are things that you can actually bond over to where conversations in the future can look like, hey, remember that one time that you almost died on that bike trail? Man, that was so much fun. I now feel like a closer friend to you. I probably try to be subtle about it, maybe compliment something or... You know, if we have a class together and they did a presentation, I'll be like, hey, you did a really good job, like, stuff like that, or, I don't know, I probably should just be more gutsy and go for it because you never know. I guess I usually just start off with, like, the classic, like, hobby discussion or, you know, we're taking a class together, so what do you think about the class, or are you taking it? I try to build off those initial introductions. I lived in the same place my entire life, so... Growing up, I felt like I didn't have the challenge of, like, making a friend because it was just, like, people... I mean, people I went to church with that I had known my whole life. So coming to school, I'd, like, <laughs> coming to JVU, I'd figure out how to make a friend, <laughs> which is really weird. But I think it just looks like meeting people who have similar interests and... or don't have any, like, similarities to you, but we're just in college crossing paths all the time. I think the friendship comes when you, like, decide to kind of intentionally know each other better. Okay, so, you know, I think there were there were a number of interesting comments in the in the recordings. Yeah, and one of the things I just want to point out at first was um, one of them saying intentionality, that it just takes intentionality. You have to be intentional. You have to, you know, a lot of them said similar interests or similar situation, but then you have to intentionally choose to make that connection with somebody. I, th- I thought it was interesting the um, the one who made the comment about how shared experiences, the intentionality of doing things together, leads to connections. So that you you look back at it and remember that time when we were mountain biking and you almost died. And I think that I think that appeals to me because there was a time when I was mountain biking with friends and I almost died, um, <laughs> shattered my collarbone, scared the heck out of everybody else, had to go to the emergency room, and. For years, that was a, a bonding experience with that group of, of uh, group of friends when I was in graduate school. Wow, that sounds terrifying. But also, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, uh, there's this really cool quote that Penn State actually included in one of their studies, which is, "A good friend will try to bail you out of jail. A best friend will be in the cell next to you, saying, "Dang, that was fun.'" So that shared experience. Good shared experience. <laughs> You just got to invite people. I really love that one of the students said, want to grab coffee, non-committal, just a little thing, but it can lead to a friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one 
one thing that makes me think about even when I was at JBU, one of the ways that I made one of my best friends was uh, I went into the cap one night without, you know, I didn't have anybody else that I'd come with. And I just saw someone sitting alone. And I thought, you know what? I'll just go for it. It's just, you know, maybe five minutes of eating. And we ended up becoming best friends. So yeah, they told me when later when we were friends, they told me like they thought I was super weird when I just walked <laughs> up to them and was like, hey, can I eat with you? But they're really, they told me, they were like, I'm really glad you did because it's two years later and we're best friends. So, and you are super weird, but I, yes, <laughs> but the viewers don't know that yet. So, Derek, come on. Well, yeah, if they see you around campus, they'll either see you in a bow tie or a Hawaiian shirt. So, yeah, it's not the, normal college attire. The red flags. The red yeah. Flags. If you see Zach, aka bow tie or Hawaiian shirt, ask him, hey, can I eat with you? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah hopefully hopefully next fall we'll be able to open up the calf and have a little bit more space uh, but uh, yeah we do have the tents so you can meet outside yeah. i think yeah you're highlighting the, the comment about you know you want to go grab coffee i think that's one of the, the great things about having ground floor here on campus yeah definitely do you want to go get coffee which used to involve walking over to poor john's which was a minor <laughs> investment which now involves walking over to poor john's which is a major investment uh is is a lot more than hey you want to walk over to you know ground floor and get a coffee it's here on campus it's convenient yeah wait so, hold on is this episode sponsored by ground floor or something it should be i'll talk to them about it and we'll, we'll see if we can get sponsorships <laughs> for the future um, there we go. they have been very supportive of things we've done in the past and provided coffee for events that we've had <laughs> on campus so uh, I, I don't feel guilty about giving Good them an coffee. extra plug so i think um you know, looking looking at uh, at this and that, that idea of shared experiences, a uh, famous C.S. Lewis quote is that friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, what, you too? I thought I was the only one. It's that connection. And the only way you're going to find out if somebody else is in that you too category is if you talk to them. You intentionally step out and extend that chance to have that connection. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there are a variety of ways that, that I think people can uh, can pursue building relationships. Um, uh, Anna, that, that study that you were talking about, didn't they have some categories of different ways that people build relationship connections? Yeah, they do. So one of the cool things about the study is that it has different, basically different activities that in, like induce basically these different types of emotions in the people who are engaging in them. So for example, an activity or the types of acti activities that induce joy is like karaoke or dancing or playing music with somebody. Um, then they talk about pride. When you do something with somebody and you feel very proud about what you just did. Um, and these are, for example, exercise, sports or competitions or learning a skill with another person. Um, yeah, the last one I'll mention is, for example, feelings of amusement. Um, here they mentioned comedy shows or amusement parks or board games. So these are like emotions that these activities usually induce in the people as a group or as, you know, partners, individuals who are engaging in them. And that's pretty cool. It's a very extensive list. And I don't know if we can put it somewhere in the website or something. We may be able to find someplace. Yeah, um, yeah I, th I think... Um, you know, amusement is a way that often people connect. Uh, I know my, my son uh, at the school where he's going uh, made connections with other students through uh, the Dominion card game. He took all of his Dominion cards and they'd, they'd sit and play. 
and that was a way that they connected uh, that or uh, you know, first person shooters on the Xbox in, in, the, in the dorm. Um, but it's that, I mean, that interaction. Yeah, I mean, for me, one of the amusement connections that I made was uh, having Phineas and Ferb nights in my dorm room. For the record, if anyone out there can beat my record of 19 people in a dorm room at one time watching a TV show, let us know. Not during COVID. <laughs> Not during COVID. That's right. Next next semester, if we're all back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we may also want to check with the fire marshal to see what the occupancy rules are on that. <laughs> Derek, this is the way you end up in jail next to each other saying, man, that was awesome. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on faculty and a parent. That's not the way I think anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one of the weirdest ways that I've made a friend, and this was totally my doing. So I guess I'm weird. I don't know. Um, but I had cut out, my roommate had cut out uh, Chuck Norris out of a poster that was in Hutch and we just had this like small Chuck Norris cut out and like I knocked on my neighbor's door who I've met who had met like a few times before then and talked to her and I was like hey do you want to go around Hutch and take pictures with the Chuck Norris cut out with me and she was like okay and we had a great time we met so many people we have so many selfies with people we met that day and Chuck Norris so yeah it's just I don't remember necessarily thinking like I'm gonna step out today. Maybe I was just really caffeinated. I don't know, but it worked out great. We're best friends. And, and this is where we learned that uh, Chuck Norris doesn't go around Hutch. Hutch goes around Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Ooh. <laughs> I love the way you, I love the way you started off telling that story where her response was, "You just okay. <laughs> Who is this weird person and what is she asking me to do? And yet the whole process was an opportunity to connect, not just with her, but with other people in the dorm. Yeah. And later on, she shared with me that that day, she was kind of having a harder day that day. And that was a good end to it. It's like, perfect. So I think something our viewers should take away from this is even if it's a little weird, it, it should be okay. Just reach out and try to connect with somebody. Yeah, Shia Buffett, and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing is, college students have a lot of freedom to be rather odd and weird and spontaneous, mm -hmm. and yet often want to take themselves so seriously because they're in school and they're trying to start their career. Don't let the two goals get in the way. You know, find time, find time to do both. Because it's, it's those weird memories that don't make any sense that stick with you over time. How did that just happen? I think, Zach, you've got one of those stories. Yeah, I mean, again, the, the yeah, just, just go for it. That's all I can keep saying again and again. I needed a haircut. I hadn't had a haircut. It was freshman year. I didn't really know people. I wasn't going to go pay for a haircut. So at 2 a.m., I'm, you know, wandering on my boxers like you do in a guy's dorm. I just go two doors down and I knock on the door and one of the guys comes to the door. I'm like, hey, Chase, will you cut my hair? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay. So 2 a.m. in the bathroom, he's cutting my hair, both in our boxers. <laughs> but we ended up being great friends because, you know, I just went for it. So again, no matter how weird it might be, you just got to, um, I like what one of the students said in one of the interviews, I should probably be more gutsy and just go for it. 
just go for it. You have somebody in class, you have somebody you see, somebody that lives down the hall from you, just go for it and ask them to do something. It could be normal like coffee. It could be asking them to cut your hair at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. That's I true. Think COVID, of, you keep bringing that up on me, Derek. I keep bringing what up on you? COVID. COVID, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, actually, you could do it, but you both have to wear a mask. Um, I think one of the things that serves as a, as a, as a challenge to students when they're trying to, to build connections is really understanding um, how deep a relationship is. And Dr. Darius Daniels, book plug, uh, wrote a book on relational intelligence. And he talks about the fact that we have basically four different types of relationships that we engage in with people. We have uh, mentees. These are people we're responsible for. These could be you know, in the workplace. They're, they're uh, workers, subordinates, people on our team. Uh, they're people that we're supposed to be taking care of. Uh, you know, if you're living in a dorm, these are the RAs. They've got, they're kind of the, the mentors for the rest of, of the group. Um, so that, you know, they have mentees that they have relationships with. Then you have people who are your mentors, their bosses, their faculty professors, uh, faculty and professors who speak into your career goals, who help you make plans for the future, to, to um, you know, who they may be people who have a connection with someone else who can grease the skids when you're trying to get in for an internship, right? So that it's an important type of relationship. Then you've got people who are uh, associates or we might call them acquaintances. Um, our excellent intern, Megan Guthrie, has used the term situationships, where the only reason that you're connected is because of the situation you find yourself in. And in college, that's common. It's the classroom setting. It's the group project that you're assigned to. Um, you didn't choose your O group. JBU assigned you to that O group. And so there are connections with students during gateway class that that's a situation that you were put into. You may have friendly connections with them, but they're not going to be that deep. And those are different than friends, true friends who know one another, who speak into one another's lives. And finding somebody who's willing to take that step is, is fear-inducing. Because when you go and you're trying to connect with somebody and you're, you're trying to find out about them, they might say no. On the other hand, they might say yes. I met my, one of my best friends in, in undergrad on the first day of freshman orientation because I was laughing about something that I'd seen on TV the night before. He asked me what, what I was laughing about. I told him, he said, I saw that too. And he started laughing. Everybody else in the, in the orientation group was looking at us like we were crazy, but we were having a great time. That was 30 years ago. And I still remember the experience of connecting with him through that shared moment where we found something in common. And if I had not taken the opportunity to reach out when he asked the question, we wouldn't have connected. And we went, we went from there to discovering a shared love of Star Trek and Star Wars to then seeking out Campus Crusade for Christ at the, the, um, uh, the freshman the club orientation. club mixer thing. The club mixer thing, yeah. Most people don't go seeking out Campus Crusade. Campus Crusade seeks out others. We showed up looking to work. Um, you know, we had a lot in common, and I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't taken the opportunity to interact with him. And it would have been very easy to say, oh, nothing, just something I saw on TV last night. But you put yourself out there, you went for it, yeah. and it worked out. He ended up being best man at my wedding. There you go. So, you know. So we're telling you all, 
Just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. The worst that they can say is no, and no won't kill you. So where are some places that are good opportunities to, to reach out and connect with somebody on campus? You guys are both JBU grads. Where did you find good places to, to connect? Aside from 2 a.m. walking around random rooms? Asking people to shake your head, yes. No. Uh, I mean, honestly, the CAF, even though mine was a little bit of an abrupt, like, hey, can I just eat with you, person sitting alone? Um, but seriously, just, you know, if there's somebody in the CAF that you, or even on the way out of a class, if there's somebody that you don't necessarily spend much time with, but hey, are you going to lunch? Would you mind if I sat with you? That's an easy one. Yeah, um, I think, Derek, I think you know the number, like what that study said, but there was a study done for like JBU activities and there's like a crazy amount of JBU activities happening. How many? Yeah, several, several years ago, Dr. Froman uh, went through the whole list of activities in a single year at JBU. And there were over 1,200 activities that students could get involved in, from small groups to SMLT, student government, to uh, spring break trips, to the missions trips to uh, New Orleans or to Chicago, yeah. the, uh, the study abroad trips in, in Europe, a broad list of things. What was, what was funny was that at, at, this, at the center of that kind of core that where people connected with each other or where students connected with other activities were... Uh, Gateway, makes sense. The honors program also makes sense because you're going through honors classes, you're interacting with the other honors students. Mm -hmm. But the third one was co-ed volleyball. <laughs> so, nice. you know, people were, and they were connecting at co-ed volleyball and then connecting to other activities on campus. You can't do them all, but you can do some of them. And I think um, next year, hopefully, as COVID, uh, gets pulled back and we're able to do more in-person and close contact activities, you know, some of those activities are, are gonna be great opportunities to connect. So I teach on, uh, on Tuesday nights, it's a night class. Class ends at 9.30, I drive home. Uh, it's dark, obviously, by that point in time. And this spring, I, I didn't realize I missed this last spring, but this spring, when I'm driving home, the lights on the baseball field down at the bottom of the 100 steps are on. And there's groups of students out doing something. I think it's flag football because I'm seeing flags, but I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, but it is. I live across the street. Trust me, I know. It's flag football? Okay. <laughs> I know um, what season it is. But they're out there. They're engaged. They're having activities. And so you know, just taking an opportunity to find something you're interested in and join in in the group. Um, I'm horrible at sports, but you know, flag football has a bit of a, a leveling um, leveling factors. You don't have, yeah, leveling factor. Yes, thank you. Uh, you don't have to tackle somebody. You just have to yank the flag off. So that could have been something I could have, <laughs> I could have joined in. Uh, there are other activities that, that you can get into over the course of the year. Yeah. Uh, maybe not this year. Again, we're still under a, a lot of COVID restrictions, but next year to look for those opportunities. Um, I think the advice of, of Zach that you said of just saying, hey, you're going to the calf. Can I join you for lunch? And, and do that with the realization that you're taking the opportunity to learn something about someone you didn't already know, mm -hmm. and that it may not go anywhere. They might stay in that category of being an associate or an acquaintance. That's okay. But you may also find somebody who becomes a friend that years later, they say, you know, that was rather odd, but I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Um, one of the activities I saw that actually was happening this year during the COVID craziness, but it was 
painting with Bob Ross and and drinking from juice boxes or something. It's like juice box and Bob Ross. Who knows? But it sounded great. And I was like, hey, this is happening now. And juice box are prepackaged, I guess. So there's no problem there. Um, but yeah, like I can see one of those activities even now in these like restrictive times just turning into something where you just meet somebody who, hey, maybe they like Bob Ross or maybe they like going weird places. Because obviously if you're there, you probably do. I would go there. So happy yeah. little trees and happy little students on yeah. the happy little campus of John Brown University. <laughs> there yeah. are no mistakes. Just make when them you, birds. Make birds. But uh, yeah, so when you, real. when you want to be friends with someone, just invite them to do something. It, uh, our conversation has showed you anything, anything at all. Just reach out and ask if they'll do lunch, cut your hair, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Or look for those opportunities where you know students are going to be, and there's a likelihood that you're going to have a shared, a shared experience. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been able to do it this year because of, of uh, limitations, but in past years, there have been board game nights. And if you're somebody who likes board games, you'll probably get along with other students who like board games. Well, how do you find them? You go to board game night, because that's where they're going to be. Right? If you're interested in, you know, in, in soccer, then you need to be down around the soccer fields. If you're interested in tennis, then you need to be out playing tennis. I, put yourself where your interests are and look for the people who are around you and then reach out to them. Any other ideas for the students here on campus that can help them cross this barrier when there's somebody they want to know? Just go for it, man. Just go for it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Make them reality. Yeah. <laughs> so let me share three final tips on where you might be able to uh, make friends. Uh, this comes from a friendship coach in an article on NBC but she highlighted three steps. First, tap into your friends of friends network. Meet mm-hmm. people that your friends know, because if you like your friends and the other person likes your friends, then you probably like each other because there's going to be something in common. Uh, second, make in-purse convert in in-purse. Yes, speak in-purse into a bag. Um, make in-person conversations and put your phone away. Go to the cab and turn your phone off or at least mute it, right? Um, and third, pardon connection, conviction, no conviction, conviction, yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's probably convicting for all of us. Uh, and number three, find a group and hang out with them at least three times. And I think that last part's important because with so many things going on on campus, it's easy to go to something once and think nothing happened. Do it at least three times before you, you think it didn't work because when you're seen multiple times, the folks who are already there will, will register that you've been coming back. You're not just you know, a stranger wandering through, you're actually trying to connect. Um, making friends is hard, making friends is important. One of, the, one of the students we talked to for our interviews commented on the fact that she grew up and she never had to worry about making friends because she knew them from school, she knew them from church, knew them from the neighborhood, but coming to college was a new experience. And it's, it's a skill to learn because it's a skill that you'll benefit from the rest of your life. When you get out of JBU and you move off to start your career, there won't be an O group that creates a social group for you. You'll have to make it on your own. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
Ask CHR and the Ask CHR podcast are services of the Center for Healthy Relationships on the campus of John Brown University. If you're a GBU student and would like to talk with someone about the topic of this episode or about any interpersonal relationship question, our Ask CHR coaches are available for just that purpose. They'll guide you through a solution-focused conversation designed to help you find your solution to your question. Visit liferelationships.com slash askchr.